The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. At his size, his lateral agility is just unfair. The way he can move down the line, I talked about how Jalen Carter doesn't move down the line particularly well. Uh, Ryan Brissy does it awesome, and he, he's really good too. I, I could easily see him getting in the top 10 picks too yet. Yeah, and then the rest of the defensive tackles, I mean, it, it's short at the top. Um, there's a lot of like day three kind of rotational players, which is great because, I mean, on the interior line, that's one of your most rotated positions in the league because these guys are enormous and it's hard for them to hold up for uh three straight down. So, uh, but who are the other guys that might go in? I don't know. Day two. Ooh, I would say Siaki Ika from Baylor six, four, three fifty. That is your, you mentioned Casey Hampton. That is your, you want someone just to eat bodies. You could get him in there. Uh, Gervin Dexter. I don't remember. Did he get kicked off of Florida? He had some issues at Florida six, six, three, 13, I think he could probably get to a day two pick. Mm, another one I'll mention is Tuli Tuli Pelotu. I said led the country in sacks this year. He's probably not really a defensive tackle at the next level. They probably ask him. He's a little undersized. They might ask him to move outside. But those are all different options. I think that could still sneak into the second day. Yeah, I like Maisie Smith uh, mm-hmm. as well from Michigan. Uh, another just anchor type. You know, three twenty plus six three just space eater. I love space eaters. I mean, they're so, they're so undervalued, even in fantasy, they're undervalued, but they do so much and they free up for everybody else to make play really unheralded. That's why, you know, Casey Hampton, one of my all time favorite Steelers, also Longhorn. Uh, but, um, you know, Longhorns actually have a couple of really good ones too. I don't know if any of them will go day two, but both of them, Colburn and a are likely to get drafted. Yeah, they're both going to get drafted. I think Coburn has the chance to go day two, possibly. Uh, I mean, he's enormous. He's definitely one of those space eaters. In fact, our guy uh, Josh S. was asking me what I thought about him, and he's a Browns fan. I'm like, that's what you guys need. You need a space eater. You need a run stopper uh, in there for sure uh, because they gave up a lot of rush yards this year, and you just want someone taking up two blockers next to Miles Garrett. So, um, you know, I think he'd be a great addition for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, Casey Hampton, I remember, uh, it, the Seahawks tried to not double him one time in Super Bowl 40 and he one humped Steve Hutchinson, who's in the hall of fame and then took down Hasselbeck. And it was like his second sack of the year because he got doubled and tripled on every single play because you can't put any one guy on him because of his strength. I mean, he would gas out you know, really early, he would constantly come to camp at 400 plus pounds and Tom would make him drop 50 before <laughs> he'd even uh, do anything. Uh, so uh, that his weight was always an issue, uh, but just a fun player to watch when he was in the thick of it. Uh, so some of these guys um, are going to be that at the next level, the linebacker CK. I mean, I don't want to call it a weak class, but at the top, it's a weak class. It's just, Linebacker is just getting phased out of the NFL. So many teams are playing three receivers at all times that safe. Like you really just want fast safeties almost to drop down to play linebacker. Last year we saw two get picked in the first round. Quay Walker, another one of the many Georgia players that's selected, and Devin Lloyd out of Utah. 
or the two linebackers that went last year, but it's, it's just clearly becoming a, it used to be, you know, you'd, you'd almost always get a linebacker in the top 10 overall picks, right? You'd yeah. see one of these guys go early, but even the year before that, it was Micah Parsons, who isn't really a linebacker. He's more of an edge rusher at this point. Zayvon Collins, who you kind of want to project it out in, and that hasn't worked out. So it's just a, a linebacker is changing, right? Isaiah Simmons kind of changed the mold and the Cardinals messed him up, but that's, that's what you want are these guys who can, <laughs> who are really just really big safeties who can cover because there's so many teams that are playing three receivers at all times. So I put one down that's Trenton Simpson, another Clemson defender. And the reason I put him down as a first round pick is he can do all of that. He can play linebacker, but he can also play strong safety, which is what you need to cover the tight end. They will line him up on the edge. I mentioned KJ Henry earlier as going in the NFL draft. We just talked about Brian Brzee. So they have plenty of players that Trenton Simpson can rush the passer. They will basically play him at slot cornerback too. Against bigger wide receivers, they will say, go out there and play slot corner, and he can do it. He gets sideline to sideline. You need that in today's NFL. You cannot just stay between the tackles. You have to get to the outside with as fast as some of these running backs are. His best skill is actually his coverage ability for a linebacker, somebody who can cover the tight end. Because if you can't cover the tight end, you're you're just so capped that you have to come off the field on third down or if not, these quarterbacks that hurry up to the line and you're stuck because you can't cover a tight end or a running back. They're going to eat you alive out there. So I think Trenton Simpson, because of Brissie and some of the talent that has been in front of Clemson, he has not had a whole lot of challenge taking on blocks. He gets a lot of free runs to the, the ball carrier. That'll probably not, that'll be different at the NFL lineman, offensive lineman get downfield. He has to shed those blocks and make something happen. I think he can do it. I think he could go with the, it's very hard to see a linebacker going in the top 20. I don't think any went last year. Quay Walker was first and he was in the twenties and Devin Lloyd was after him. I don't think we'll see any in the top 20 again, but I think Trent Simpson could sneak into the end of the first round. Yeah. I mean, it's um, somebody's going to have to stand out here with some great 40 times. Uh, I, I think, or, or uh, something unbelievably impressive during the senior bowl or um, you know, something to go in the first round. I mean, I know you like Simpson, uh, Drew Sanders from uh, Arkansas is the highest on draft networks board. I know a lot of people like Noah Sewell from Oregon as well, more of a bigger uh, thumper type for, for Sewell. So Drew Sanders was a transfer from Alabama. This was his only year at Arkansas. And I, yeah, he, he's very good. He, he is uh, much bigger than, than what we see for typical linebackers. He is the Zayvon Collins type, the, the big linebackers who you can like do a little projecting with. Noah Sewell is the brother of Penny Sewell. And... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love it. In this league. Yeah, I remember that. That's his brother, and Osul, very good too. Much more edge at uh, sideline to sideline type of defender than I would say even Drew Sanders. But I, yeah, we'll see. Linebacker just is very undervalued, I think. Yeah, I like th- running backs. There's a lot of guys in the middle 
um, that that will provide you like Henry Toyoto uh, from Bama. DeMarvian Overshone is a guy with all kinds of speed but cannot tackle. I mean, it. I think all of those little bands on him were for every missed tackle. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it was so annoying to watch that guy. Uh, Jack Campbell is a guy that can tackle but has no speed uh, or seemingly – uh, you know, so it's you just don't have a good mix here. So I think someone is going to have to stand out. We saw D winners uh, who, you know, I mean, draft draft network has him as uh, 178 on their board. He stood up and had a great game against Michigan, but they also had whatever a month to prep for that game. So um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of separating that has to go on here for linebackers for uh, someone to be a big impact guy in day one or day two doesn't seem like we're going to get a lot of those guys. So uh, we will we'll let you know who's moving up boards once we get some of those numbers and uh, bowl games and stuff. But uh, let's go over to corners because the corner class is much deeper. The corner class and the edge class. If you need a corner, you need an edge, this is your draft because corner is very deep. So I have Christian Gonzalez number one now. He starts his career at Colorado, transfers for just one season at Oregon. Teams are going to love the size. So we talk about with the uh, wide receivers, how many of them were undersized. A lot of these corners are very big. So it's kind of the opposite. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, I have at 6'2", 200. That is prototypical cornerback size. His arms seem to go on down to his kneecaps. I don't know how long they're going to measure it. He looks unbelievably long. And he's really fast. He can play man coverage. That's what we really want to see at college. Can you play man more so than zone? Now, what? What he's dealt with, what I would say, and a lot of these guys deal with this too, is they get a little handsy. They get a little grabby at the top of the routes. You're just starting to pull away. Really easy to tug on him. And he gets grabby at the catch point. So I think he got penalized. I think I saw six times this past season. It's coachable though, right? Like teams love a long cornerback. He's a first round pick to me. I mean, that was a knock on sauce, wasn't it? Coming out was he could get a little grabby, but yep. I mean, and that worked out for him. <laughs> he was the best corner in the league this year. Like, you know, grade wise, PFF statistically catch rate, uh, a lot of those things. Uh, I don't know if he finished at number one, but I know like week 14, he was the only uh, corner with over like a hundred snaps that was holding um, wide receivers to a less than 50% completion rate. The only one in the league. So uh, some of these guys are very talented coming out. And uh, yeah, Christian Gonzalez is definitely one of those guys. So Cam Smith is second. I think that's most people probably have him lower than this. I put Cam Smith at two. He is. I just talked about how all these guys are tall. He's probably the smallest of most of these guys as far as the high end dudes are concerned. Six foot, one eighty five. But you wouldn't know it. He loves to play cross coverage. He's a South Carolina cornerback. They have a very good cornerback on the other side named Darius Rush, who will get drafted as well. But Cam Smith gets up in the receiver's face, and that's in the SEC. He presses very hard. Now, he also deals with some penalties because of that because he wants to be handsy with the wide receivers. But what you notice with Cam Smith is he he seems to understand route concepts. He will fall off receivers in zone and jump down the shorter route if it seems where the ball's going to go. He anticipates when receivers will cut. He gets there first. He makes a lot of interceptions, not as many as some of the guys we're going to talk about, but very good player in his own right. He tries to tackle. He's not great at it. At six foot 185, he's going to need to probably bulk up to be a really good tackler. But he's so aggressive as far as getting after guys that I I love to see that out of the cornerbacks. You just talked about Sauce Gardner. He kind of reminds me more of, I know Caleb Farley is a huge player, but uh, it was really aggressive. And that's kind of what you see when you see Cam Smith, just he's Caleb Farley's aggression at three inches less. <laughs> like That's what I want to see. Yeah, uh, he he's um, very fun, a great player to watch. But I'm, I'm excited, I believe, yeah, about the next guy. How could I not be? I figured on. you would be. So this one is Joey Porter Jr., whose dad is the – is he a coach for the Steelers? No, he was. He was, uh, okay. he, he got fired. I mean, oh, okay, uh, huh. yeah. Well, but I still – look, Joey Porter is a legend. So, he is a legend. Uh, Steelers uh, I, legendary linebacker, and now his son is a cornerback, went to Penn State, so right in the Pittsburgh, right yeah. in the Pittsburgh area. And – I just mentioned a class with all these physical specimens. Joey Porter may end up being the most impressive physical specimen of all of them. He is listed at 6'2", 196, but I think he's probably, he can put on weight. I was talking about players who can put on weight. He could get to like 210, I think, and not lose any of his speed. It's going to be Joey Porter's size. You know, he's going to be running out there 230 
running these guys down. He's so fast. And then you're talking Cam Smith. I said he loves to play the run, but he, he struggles to tackle. Joey Porter can, he will hit you. Like you can tell his dad played defense because <laughs> yes. he loves to hit players, it seems like, and he's good at it. I don't know if he's quite as fast as Cam Smith, if he's quite as fast as Christian Gonzalez, but he's at his size. He's going to be plenty fast enough to go in the top half of the first round. And my knock on him is the ball production is not there yet. He has one pick in 34 games, but you see, that's what's going to keep him from being drafted. I think in Pittsburgh, because Tomlin loves splash plays. So I Mm -hmm. don't know that he'll, he'll get drafted uh, to Pittsburgh, but uh, yeah, he's, he's a great player, Uh, especially with the run. He's aggressive. Uh, He can hit, like you said, Uh, I, I, Perfect guy. He he would fit in the zone coverage for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. But I don't I don't know if Tomlin will take him because he hasn't made those splash plays like you're talking. Well, about. then if he loves splash plays, we're going to talk Emmanuel Forbes because then if he loves splash plays, this is his guy. Emmanuel Forbes is a cornerback, 14 career interceptions. I believe he's tied. Yeah, he's tied for the most career return for touchdowns, and he only played three years. 14 touchdowns, 35 or 14 interceptions, six touchdowns, 35 games for Mississippi State. You can tell he's the wide receiver. He was a wide receiver in high school. You can tell it. He looks like a wide receiver when he catches the ball. He catches it. He turns it into offense very quickly. I saw some indication that he was going to jump something like a 45-inch vertical is what they thought he could get to. I believe the tallest one anybody got last year was like 42 and a half. And there's some indications that he's going to get two plus inches beyond that. He is an athletic specimen. And you just talked about zone and Manuel. To get interceptions, it's easier in zone because you're you're looking at the quarterback, right? As opposed to man coverage where you watch your man and then you have to get your head around. But he's done both. Mississippi State will play both. Now, six foot, 180, that's pretty thin. Another one probably needs to put on some weight if he's going to tackle a little better. But if you want splash pays, Emmanuel Forbes is your that's your first selection right there. Yeah, that's that's what I think too. I think this is a guy that's gonna get second third round grades unless he you know just blows away like you said uh the combine he could move up into getting first round grades and stuff but yeah that it's one of those guys like that i could see tomlin falling in love with that i don't i don't necessarily like him fall like if he falls to the second i'd love to take him there um but uh i don't know i think tomlin's gonna fall what was the kentucky guy that they had that was so terrible Artie burns right Oh yeah. Our, Miami. Yeah. Miami, Artie Burns okay. went to Miami. Yeah. He was terrible. That's the thing it is uh, I think and Terrell Edmonds was a first round pick too. Now, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny cause I think Terrell Edmonds uh, had a great year. I think this was his best year by far and they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So he's a UFA uh, after this year. Um, they'll probably try to sign him back, but he's also a tweener. Like he is, he's a linebacker, but he plays safety. It's like you were mentioning before, with the why there's no linebackers, they're just calling them safeties now. So that that's the difference. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I think this is one of those guys that Tomlin might fall in love with. So we'll see, we'll see how many visits he gets with Pittsburgh and all that stuff. So, but Tomlin loves the splash plays. He, you know, he started out as a DB coach in Tampa Bay the year they uh, won the Super Bowl and had two pick sixes in it. So, you know, Dexter Jackson, you know, uh, he'll be one of those guys. Uh, the next cornerback, I think most people will probably put this corner in the top three with Joey Porter and Christian Gonzalez, and that's Keely Ringo. So Keely Ringo, if we watched the playoffs at all, was showed up a lot. Now I think he is a, I think he's kind of a really high ceiling, but I think also think he is kind of a low floor. He is kind of a tweener where he's more of a safety than he really is a corner. They play that star position, and he fits that. He's could you get Minka Fitzpatrick if you drafted Keely Ringo? Yeah, I think you could. I think you could get Minka Fitzpatrick, who's kind of a safety corner tweener, and he's a great at it, right? But you could also get, if you don't use him right, these guys. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make in this league i'm the smartest guy in the world says who iq test you took in prison brought to you by carl jr they don't always develop i mean we just talked about isaiah simmons how i think if you yeah. used him right he'd be great but they didn't use him right and it didn't work but he's got the speed at 6-2 to, to guard tight ends you see him they'll line him up at tight ends on occasion at georgia but they'll also put him in man coverage out on the outside he takes a ton of risks emmanuel forbes i talk about getting all these picks but he doesn't really jump a ton of routes and make take risks. Keely Ringo got absolutely torched in the first game of the playoff. Marvin Harrison lit him up the entire game. But then last game, Quentin Johnson caught one pass for four yards too. So it's the highs, it's the lows. I could see some team looking at that size and just falling in love with it and saying, okay, Keely Ringo, if you told me he went in the top half of the first round, I I could fully buy that. But I could also say there's some teams that will just say, we don't, we're not interested at all in Keely Ringo. Yeah, like you said, kind of a tweener and can be coached out of out of success. Uh, that which definitely happened uh, to Isaiah Simmons. So um, hopefully that doesn't happen with a guy this talented. Clark Phillips is the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. He is a cornerback from Utah. He is the smallest of the cornerbacks we're going to cover. Five ten. So he he plays a lot in the slot. Not a lot of these guys we talk about are slot options. Now Emmanuel Forbes did that a little bit too, but Clark Phillips. Definitely the most slot option cornerback of these guys. At 5'10", you wouldn't know it. Nine interceptions in 31 games, another four touchdowns. So plenty of splash plays in there. Now, he is much more of a zone cornerback. At 5'10", he's simply, he's not strong enough to really guard uh, bigger receivers on the outside. You see, you know, if we put him up against Mike Evans, he's given up eight inches. <laughs> it, like, it's not going to happen. So he's he's kind of limited, but he's also really talented. So. You got you to draft him and you didn't put him in the right fit. And the last one is Devin, Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. He is going to the Senior Bowl. Now, he is someone that they put him almost exclusively in man, which is better, I guess, than zone because I think zone is more teachable. And, and he's really good in man coverage. He's really another one, really aggressive. I think he's probably the best tackler cornerback, even a little better than he hurt himself on the first play of college football this year. Like, tackling. Uh, tackling. yeah, tackling. He loves they were to playing. people. They were playing against Nebraska. Nebraska threw, I believe it was, no, no, it was um, Indiana. It was Illinois, Indiana that first week. Indiana threw a screen pass, and Witherspoon blew it up. I mean, was in the backfield, just annihilated the running back, and then had to leave for the game because he definitely had a concussion. I mean, he is aggressive, like you said. Like you always hear the term like rocket, right? Where these guys just attack the ball so fast and they don't slow down. Now size is going to be a knock 5'11", 180. I watch him though. And I see Asante Samuel and I was big on Asante Samuel jr. When he came out, not the sorry, not Asante Samuel, the senior Asante Samuel jr. The smaller one <laughs> who fell to the second round, but is really good corner. He's a really good player. And the knock on him was always oh, got, he's too small. He can't do it. He's really good. I think Devon Witherspoon is really good too. I could see him falling today too, but someone will get a very good player there. And uh, just uh, safeties left, right? I mean, are there other are there any any other quarterback cornerbacks uh, that that you like? I mean, I know there's a lot. Um, there's just so much top end talent here. Uh, Hodges Tomlinson from TCU, Julius Brents, uh, uh, Tariki Stevens uh, Stevenson. There's there's a lot of good ones. DJ Turner, uh, if I didn't mention him, there's a lot of good corners in this class. It's a it's another one. You're going to see a lot of them taking days two and three. Then I think could make pretty early. I mean, we saw Tariq Woolen go in was it round four, and yeah. he's a all pro or borderline all pro as a rookie. So yeah, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson. 
if he was four inches taller, he'd be a first round pick. He's just really tiny too. Uh, Garrett Williams, I like from Syracuse, Jalen Jones from Texas A&M. There's, there's a lot of them again, but safety, not quite like corner, whereas corner is deep. Safety is, is not, which is kind of strange. I was just talking about how important it is. It, it might be deep, but it's not got a whole lot of top end talent. The only player I have is that I think, well, I'm certain he will go in the first round is Jordan, Jordan battle from Alabama. He is an incredible player in his own right. Watch the bowl game against Kansas state. I think he had 12 tackles in that game, plus an interception and three tackles for loss. He looks like a linebacker the way he tackles. It's not, this is the player I was talking about when you're talking, you know, can you get Minka make Fitzpatrick? I think Jordan battle could easily do that where he can play in the box. He led the NCAA in tackles for loss for a defensive back. And he does it all the time at Alabama. They have him play that star position that Minka Fitzpatrick played and he'll play safety. He'll play nickelback. He'll play cornerback. He can play linebacker in the box. The only thing they really don't ask him to do is play free safety. And that's because they have two other guys that are going to get drafted in this class. If I think Malachi Moore and DeMarco Hellams are going out and both of those guys could get drafted as safeties too. I think that you just draft Jordan battle. You know, I, the Packers are picking 16, I think, or 15. I would love it as a Packers fan. I think he'd be such a good fit there. They've drafted Alabama safeties before and haha Clinton Dixon. It didn't really work, but I think Jordan battles just much more complete player as far as he can do everything for him. Probably better than in zone than man, but there's a whole lot of things that Jordan battle can do for a lot of teams. Yeah. It's funny. Um, there's a lot of teams that need safeties, man. <laughs> there's a lot of teams that need safeties and it's not, I, I think it's just not very deep at the top. You have uh battle who you mentioned. Uh, I know a lot of people like uh, Christopher Smith. We saw him he perform very awesome well. Play. I think did he have two interceptions in the, in the game in, against in the, in the natty he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian branch from uh, another Bama uh, safety uh, Jordan battle. Brandon Joseph is a big one as well. And then there's a lot of like, you know, high low end day two, high end day three picks uh your boy uh jamie robinson uh sydney brown jail skinner jay ward uh all guys that um you know they're definitely getting drafted it's just they're not going to make that day one type of impact it would take a big jump for them through the process for them to get up into the you know back into the first early second so those are guys who day one make impacts on special teams a lot, a lot of safeties right. you see early on on special teams and then they work their way up and because they all they all have flaws, right? Like all of those guys, either coverage or tackling or just size concerns, they're all going to have some type of flaw, but doesn't mean that in a couple of years, they won't be very good NFL starters too. So CK, what I did for this week, like a madman was I went through, uh, you know, I, I go to our, our site over the cap. I see who's going to be a free agent. Who's got some voided contracts, that type of stuff. And I also look at like who just needs starters, not. So we're talking about starters here and not depth players overall for what teams need what. Now, I did this by position and realized that we would be here until Tuesday if we did it like that. So instead, I just separated it by team. I'm going to run through what teams are looking for what in terms of defense and, uh, you know, a couple free agents as well. So uh, it's alphabetical. So we're going to start at the top with the Arizona Cardinals. And, you know, we talked about edge rushers. Marcus Golden, Dennis Gardeck are their starters. So they need somebody else uh, rushing from that edge spot. Um, on the interior, we have J.J. Watt retiring, and Zach Allen is an unrestricted free agent. So that's your defensive line. That's your two guys on the inside, your two guys on the outside. The two guys on the outside are Marcus Golden, who's a great vet, great off the bench, probably not a starter at this point in his career. Gardeck is very underrated but uh, he's probably a rotational piece as well. I'm excited to see what it can do as a starter if they decide to go that way, but I don't know that they'll let that stand. They also need a corner. Um, you know, Marco Wilson played better this year, uh, but uh, Byron Murphy is an unrestricted free agent, so they need a boundary corner. So they'll be looking at one of those guys uh, that we mentioned, but they're picking so high that they'll probably spend that number three pick along the line since they need so much. Um, look, the Falcons, I could have just put everything here right uh your two edge rushers for them are lorenzo carter and d'angelo malone um they need a slot corner too because isaiah oliver led them i believe in uh slot uh you know uh snaps from the slot and uh they're gonna need to replace him as well um but mainly it's putting pressure on the edge and that's what you hear when you have a roster that's as bad as atlanta's 
I think Arthur Smith did a great job with those guys for what they are, uh, you know, but um, you build from the inside out. We saw the Lions do it. You know, they spent uh, picks on Penny Sewell, on Wazirke, Alim McNeil, along the interior of the def- defensive line and offensive line, and now you can uh, start to get pieces uh, somewhere else. Atlanta, they're currently at phase one of that rebuild, so it's quarterback, it's offensive line and it's uh defensive line so that's what they're going to be concentrating mainly on uh baltimore not a lot of needs defensively with baltimore especially after dropping the bag on roquan did you see that they gave roquan 100 million bucks for an inside linebacker so does that mean i mean the question then becomes can they find the money to pay lamar right because that's not. you don't think so you're you're, you're I, I hope not I just want him gone. I want him out of Baltimore. So, <laughs> so you don't have to play him twice a year? Is that the yeah, deal? Well, so I don't have to play him twice a year, but I also love Lamar coming out yeah. and him going to Baltimore. And that's what, you know. That's what Bijan, got... that's the worry with Bijan, right? Is he's going to go to yeah. Baltimore and ruin your day? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I loved um, I loved uh, Lamar coming out. He won me money in college fantasy. He was, you know, yeah. And he has, like, in terms of points scored in college fantasy, he has the number one, number two, years in all of college football barry sanders is third with his 27 touchdowns whatever he had at oklahoma state or barry sanders you as uh, rodrigo uh would call it but uh yeah i mean um they they dropped the bag on roquan so they don't need that spot they got him and patrick queen they've got all kinds of defensive line um stuff they're fine there they get ojabo who they barely had at all this year uh to come in and be a starter who would have been a top 10 pick if not for tearing his Achilles at his pro day last year. They drafted Kyle Hamilton. Um, they have Marcus Williams back there. Uh, they just need a boundary corner because Marcus Peters is an unrestricted free agent and they could just end up re-signing him. So not a lot of needs there for Baltimore. Um, I mean, you know, they're probably going to need a safety. We obviously, you know, thank God Damar Hamlin is okay. They sent him home today. That's awesome. That's so best news of all. So great, uh, j- just amazing to see how scary that was and to see him go home now. Now, look, you know, Chris Pronger had the same injury and played 12 more seasons. So is it within the realm of possibility that DeMar comes back and is the starting safety? Yes, absolutely. But if he's gone, Jordan Poyer is also an unrestricted free agent. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says... In this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. So, I don't know, you know, he's a great player. Are they going to franchise him? Are they going to work it out? Or do they have to go to the draft? Well, we know there's not a lot of top-end depth, and they're picking on the back-end of that first round. So we'll see what they do there. And uh, Tremaine Edmonds, who they, you know, they have replacements for, but he's an unrestricted free agent, was a starting middle linebacker along with Matt Milano is getting along a little long in the tooth as well. So we'll see what the bills need to do. Uh, Carolina. I mean, the interior defensive line needs a lot. Matt Ioannidis and Henry Anderson are both unrestricted free agents. 
you have one of the best in the business in Derek Brown, uh, and you have one of the best in the business in Brian Burns, but you need viable players next to these guys to make them as dangerous as possible. So they need, like, they could use a defensive end with that top, I think, what is it, pick number eight for them? Uh, nine. Nine. They could you take a defensive end there and then, you know, take a, a clogger, take a Coburn or uh, one of those guys in the middle rounds, and now your defensive line is very dangerous because they're set at linebacker with Luvu uh, and um, and Shaq Thompson. They spent a high pick on, uh, you know, um, J.C. Horn, and, and they still have um, Jeremy Chin as safety. So, like, the defense is really good. They just need a couple pieces there. Chicago doesn't need a couple pieces. They need everything. Um, the safeties in the corners are okay. I, I like the Eddie Jackson and Brisker are one of the top pairs. Um, we saw Kyler Gordon come back and look great, uh, mm-hmm. for them down the stretch, but I mean, they traded, uh, you know, both their, they traded Khalil Mack, they traded Robert Quinn and the interior of the defensive line is Justin Jones and Angelo Blackson. I mean, they're starting defensive ends right now are, uh, Muhammad and Dominic Robinson, who was a rookie this season. So I think those are both great rotational pieces, but you probably need two starters at that spot. And they have nothing at linebacker after trading Roquan. I mean, Sanborn had a great year, but he's a UFA. So I don't think he's a guy that you're not franchising Jack Sanborn after a great six weeks. So, you know, they got a lot of money. This is why they have a lot of money and they have the first pick overall. And we talk about them trading back because they need a lot of picks. They need so many players to fill in what they have. And, and we'll see what they do, but this the Bears are going to look so different next year from what we saw this year, I think. And this they have gaping holes along the line and uh, for wide receivers as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, th- there's a lot to fix in Chicago, but uh, they have they have the juice to do it now. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, well, we knew both safeties were free agents. Jesse Bates and Von Bell uh, both will be leaving. They did draft Daxon Hill last season, so Dax Hill will take one of those spots for sure, as a starting safety, played a lot of slot corner too. And Jermaine Pratt is a UFA, so they'll probably need to uh, replace him or re-sign him. Uh, You know, just somebody playing next to Logan Wilson because he's your main guy. Um, uh, Cleveland, obviously, Jadevian Clowney is on the outs there after what he said about the organization. I stand behind Clowney. Uh, Way to be, buddy. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) uh, Taven Bryan on the interior is gone, and they have good interior play. But they have like Perry and Winfrey's a good pass rushing interior guy, uh, so they yep. need they need a run clogger for sure. They had a lot of issues stopping the run this season, uh, so you know interior guys there. And then linebacker, I mean, Deion Jones and Anthony Walker are both unrestricted free agents. You still have JOK, but he's had injury issues in his career, so a middle linebacker is probably going to be pretty high on their priority list. And um, yeah, I mean, just the the front seven needs work uh, in Cleveland. Uh, for sure. And then we amazed. go. They brought Reggie Raglan back. That was the one I, that I dude, thought. They had nobody left. They're all hurt. Everyone was mm-hmm. hurt. Uh, Taki Taki, like towards Achilles, I think. Like, uh, and JOK has had so many injury issues. They yeah. were down to Reggie. That's why the Steelers won. I mean, they had uh, half those guys on defense were gone. <laughs> so, and then Denzel Ward started and immediately left with the shoulder injury. Uh, the Cowboys, um, and you can see this from Dallas and you'll be probably be able to see it. That interior interior of the defensive line is bad right now. It's Odigizuwa and uh, Neville Gallimore who both rate very low. Uh, I know PFF grade isn't everything, but it's something. And they're you can both see bad. it too, though. At some point you can see it too. And the way they just get gashed up the middle. Yeah. You saw it against Philly. You know, that's why mm-hmm. Philly was in that game with a backup QBs because they could run uh, at linebacker uh, LV and Anthony Barr are both unrestricted free agents. So they, you know, I know it's funny saying this, but Micah Parsons is no longer a linebacker. Micah Parsons is a net rusher, barely play, played linebacker at all. So they need someone in there. Now they have Damone Clark who they drafted last year. They have Jabril Cox, but I don't know if that's enough. So uh, we'll see. And then corner UFA, uh, Anthony Brown and Donovan Wilson is a UFA too. So they got to figure something out at those spots as well. Uh, For Denver, interior defensive line is probably the biggest thing. Draymond Jones and DJ Jones did not play up to snuff this year. Obviously, you know, still trying to figure out something because they lost Shelby Harris in the trade with Russell Wilson. 
Uh, I think both these guys can play better. So maybe that's number, not number one priority for them, but they need to address it uh, in free agency or in the draft for sure. And Andy Singleton uh, is a uh, unrestricted free agent. So they got to replace him uh, at uh, linebacker as well, uh, or Alex Singleton. Uh, and then Detroit, um, you talk about a team that needs a middle linebacker real bad. Because uh, Rodriguez, we've he's one, right? He's one of them. Probably more of a second guy, though. I don't know if that's the the guy that you want starting every single play. Alex Anzalone, Chris Board, both free agents. And their cornerbacks just have not played up to snuff. They paid a very high price for Jeff Okuda. Just hasn't. He's hit or miss. He's had some great games. But he's had some real trash games, too. Uh, Will Harris and Jerry Jacobs all kind of underperforming. Um, and, you know. They just they put a lot of money into that. some competition. They put a lot of like capital into that secondary too to try to match their dominant defensive line, and it's just not worked out. As he said, Akuda's was at the fourth pick overall, was he was, and it's that's the same spot that Sauce got picked, and Jeff Akuda is no Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I went and looked at the grades while we we're looking at it. Uh, so Chidobi Awuzie and James Pierre were the only two uh, players with over a hundred snaps at corner. Uh, that had a better uh, a better reception percentage against forty one point nine for Wuzier who got hurt. He only played eight games. Mm-hmm. James Pierre only played eleven, and he had a forty four point four. He also only had two hundred sixty snaps. Sauce Gardner with eleven hundred and fourteen snaps, forty five point two percent. The only other guy with under fifty percent reception rate with over a thousand snaps was James Bradbury. So uh, Sauce and Bradbury, very, very good. The top so. end of last year's draft, the defense, man, it's going to go down as some of the best. Like Trayvon Walker stepped up. He was great. Aiden Hutchinson looked good at times. Sauce, I thought Derek Stingley was okay at times. And then uh, Jalen Petrie was amazing for Houston later on. So it's going to be yeah. a – it's going to go down as a pretty good defensive draft, I think. It, yeah, it's going to be hard to be as impactful. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, for Green Bay, uh, you can tell me uh, if I'm wrong here, but – uh, Adrian Amos, uh, is gone. a starter and, and he's gone. So, uh, yeah, uh, that is emphatic by the way. CK is happy. I'm not an Adrian, Amos guy. Uh, Amos is gone. What else would you say they need to replace? That's all I really saw. Like for sure among starters that they gotta, they gotta address. I wish, I, I think that the pass rush clearly fell off when Rashawn Gary got hurt, which isn't un, un, understandable because he's really good, but just Ever since depth. the whole year was the Darius Smith gone, Preston Smith just wasn't quite as good as, as what he's getting paid to be. So I think they could, anybody can always use pass rush, right? But yeah. Adrian Amos, the safety, I would like that. I'd love to get um, the safety from Alabama. I could, uh, Jordan Battle no. in there. I almost yeah. forgot his name. Uh, Jordan Battle <laughs> in there at 15. But I think at some point they have to get some more pass rush in there. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, and Devontae Wyatt barely played. Uh, yep. and And you could see flashes of him when he got to play. Uh, the, like the last three games, he he was. I heard his name a bunch. So uh, excited to see what he can do uh, for Houston. Interior, the defensive line has to be addressed. Malik Collins and Roy Lopez are not getting it done. And you know, Jonathan Owens, who had a surprisingly great year, is an unrestricted free agent. So they got to decide what they're going to do with him. They're going to pay him or let him walk. Maybe that's your uh, Adrian Amos replacement there. Uh, but they they got to do something. Uh, for the Colts, defense is actually pretty good. Rodney McLeod's uh, unrestricted free agent, played a lot of safety uh, in slot corner for them. So uh, probably need to address that. But the defensive line is good. They have a glut of linebackers. The corners are pretty good, too. So it's all offensive needs, basically, uh, for the Colts. Uh, for Kansas City, the interior of the defensive line needs a boost because next to Chris Jones, you have no one. Michael Dana and Derek Naughty are both unrestricted free agents. So is one Thornhill at safety. So unless there's someone on the roster, they're going to have to address that. The chargers actually preset on defense, just need to replace Nasir Adderley. They spent a lot of money on defense uh, last season, you know, traded for Clomac, uh, drafted Asante Samuel, uh, paid for who was the corner Jackson. that was JC yeah, Jackson. Jackson was terrible. For he was them. awful for them all year. Yeah. He was hurt all year too. So mm-hmm. he's going to have to rehab. Uh, then we get to a couple teams down the stretch here that need a lot on defense and the Rams. I mean, you talk about a turnaround, um, you know, their edge rushers right now are Leonard Floyd and Laurel Murchison. So that's rough. Uh, it, is Aaron Donald going to retire? Because if that's the case, they need a they need an interior guy real bad. I mean, that that 
leaves a gigantic hole for them. Greg Gaines, also an unrestricted free agent. Uh, they need an outside boundary corner because Darian Kendrick's gone. Troy Hill is the slot corner. He's a free agent. This team is also up against the cap, so they have barely any money to spend. I guess if Stafford and Donald retire, that'll open up a little bit for them. But they also have uh, two safeties in Taylor Rapp and Nick Scott that are unrestricted free agents. This is why McVay wants to leave. McVay doesn't want to stop coaching. He doesn't want to coach this team through a rebuild through the next couple of seasons. So, and they don't have a really what it is. They don't have their first round pick, right? They don't, they don't have yep. the cap space. They don't have their fifth pick overall. And I think McVay will probably leave for a while here. And then I, I think Aaron Donald retires. I think Matt Stafford is probably going to retire here too. I think if McVay leaves, I think that's quite possible too. So the Rams, Rams are going to have this brand new, beautiful stadium and put 550 people in it every week. It is really I hard mean, to remember that the Rams are the defending Super Bowl champions still technically right now because it does not feel <laughs> like it. No, top five pick Rams. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about Super Bowl hangover. That's the biggest one. Uh, the Raiders also need a lot on defense. I mean, uh, the interior of the line is bad. Andrew Billings played very well this year. Finally, a healthy season for him. I was a big fan of his coming out of Baylor. Uh, you know, got drafted by the Bengals. I thought he was going to go in the second, third round, wound up in the sixth because of a knee injury. Uh, finally had a great year for the Raiders, but he's gone. Uh, Jerry Tillery, who they picked up midway through the year after he was cut from the Chargers, also gone. Uh, linebacker Denzel Perriman, Jayon Brown, unrestricted free agents. Their starting corners could use a boost because right now it's Rocky Sin, Nate Hobson, and Mick Robertson, uh, who I would say are all okay. But you can't be good with an all okay secondary, right? Uh, so in a lot of a lot of secondaries, you put one of these guys as a starter, and he's the weak link. So not a good combo for them. And uh, when they're starting safety, Stron Harmon is an unrestricted free agent. So a lot that needs to happen for the Raiders between free agency and the draft. Uh, Miami's sitting pretty good. They need uh, to replace Alandon Roberts and Eric Rowe. New England needs uh, maybe another safety with Devin McCourty and Jabril Peppers, both unrestricted free agents. And McCourty's kind of getting long in the tooth. Not sure how much longer. I think he might retire He'll too. Play. Yeah, I mean, there's just not nothing left for him to prove. Um, New Orleans uh, interior defensive line needs an upgrade because Anya Mata, Shai Tuttle, and Malcolm Roach are all unrestricted free agents uh, for the Giants. You have a uh, big need at linebacker, obviously, with Blake Martinez. Uh, with the knee injury and getting cut before the season, they had issues there all year. Take Crowder played most snaps and ended up getting cut, uh, you know, like three weeks before the end of the season. Uh, so he's gone. And um, right now, Jared Davis and Jalen Smith are unrestricted free agents at safety. Julian Love, who had an amazing season. He's going to get a lot of money from someone. And Landon Collins, both unrestricted free agents as well. For the Jets, uh, Quincy Williams and Quan Alexander at linebacker, both unrestricted. So is LaMarcus Joyner. So just need some uh, starters there. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected. But a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, fellas, here's how it works. $15 for it. In this league. What's this? In this league. (laughs) If you have to ask, big man, you can't afford it. Tampa Bay, Levante David is an unrestricted free agent at linebacker. 
both safeties, Logan Ryan and Mike Edwards are UFAs. For Tennessee, it's David Long and Dylan Cole in the middle. And uh, Andrew Adams is an unrestricted free agent. And for Washington, a uh, huge hole if Jerron Payne walks because uh, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league. So he's a UFA and Cole Holcomb is a UFA as well. So a lot of guys that need to be replaced on defense. I can't believe it only took me 20 minutes to get through all of that. Uh, but that is a look at team defenses and needs. And uh, next week, we we got stuff to talk about. We got the hula bowl uh, to talk about. So that's going to be a uh, a good one. And we'll know a little bit more about the draft, too, because it'll be post uh, the wild card round. So we'll know who is picking Up, in update that the in ranking. between. Up. Update the order there. We will. Yeah. Yep. Update the order and then probably talk about some O linemen as well, since we skipped that. that. So we'll get to offensive line as well. But that is going to wrap it up for us today. Remember, follow CK at C O P I E P S on the Twitter machine. And CK, what do you got coming up? You can catch me every day on the Daily Five, where I talk about five news stories in five minutes or less. I was just on another ITL podcast this past week. So check out Dynasty Sports Life with Jesse Severe. We talked NFL Dynasty risers and fallers. You can check me out over there too. Awesome. Uh, check all that stuff out with CK and for me at Bogman Sports on the Twitter. Um, the Dynasty show is going to be coming back with Pat and I soon. We haven't quite nailed down a date, but I know it's going to be either at the end of this month or early next month. So that will be coming back at Fantasy Pros. Uh, the Welsh and I will be doing a wrap-up pod uh, for the season, and uh, we are currently in the process of putting together a slow mock draft for next season, so pay attention for that. That'll be our last episode of that. That's on this feed uh, for the season, and a lot of baseball content coming because uh, baseball is in full swing, so Welsh and I will be doing uh, player debates and guest episodes and stuff on the ITL Twitch, twitch.com slash in this league and all kinds of great stuff. So just check me out at Bogman Sports and you can see all of the content coming out from me if you're not tired of hearing me talk about your team already. So uh, that is it for us. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.